Welcome to the third edition of Dylan and Brendan Have a Simpsons podcast, a podcast that me and Brendan do on a weekly basis. On a weekly basis, to time. spend some time just while we're on house arrest. Yes, yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yes. A uh, little lowdown: Dylan is a, is a mega super encyclopedic Simpsons fan, and I am a low man's kind of, you know, sort of sort of average Simpsons fan. Yeah, uh, it's the only time ever that Brendan will be the everyman to my. <laughs> Like more whimsical <laughs> character. <laughs> that's, that's far too generous. <laughs> um, so today we'll be reviewing the mm. Fat Blue Line, the six hundred and sixty fifth episode mm-hmm. of the show overall. Do you want to just jump into it? Do you have anything to say beforehand? Um, just like prelim for this episode, like Ho- Homer's booty is like the hero. From start to end, I just want to like. I know it's like to say this is gonna seem like a weird sort of just out of nowhere, but you'll see when we start talking about the episode, just like <laughs> the epic hero uh, of the hour, right here. <laughs> Hero's journey tw- is you know, Homer's butt, just all the way through, just bringing it. You know exactly what you need. Yes, please. I will also <laughs> note that um, I am after doing a long work shift, and Brendan, and I would imagine, has been smoking, so our energy a, yeah, no, might I'm be a little a... lower today. <laughs> I'm drinking a coffee at the same time now, though, so I'm nice. combating. Not too bad, not too yeah, bad. Yeah. So we jump into it, and we have what I would honestly say is quite a lame couch gag. Oh, yeah, it's a bit... It's not even, like, really a couch gag. There's no couch involved, yeah. It involves yeah. all four of the Simpsons, and they're just pretending to be, behind, like, the final scene of Bohemian Rhapsody. Of yeah. Mm-hmm. Queen. It's, yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's quite cheap, um, but no other no other uh, intro of any kind. No other intro of any kind. No, yeah, there's just, no just talk that, or anything. Another, yes. Yeah, yeah. We have large traffic as the family are on their way to the San Castellaneta Festival. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you spotted that the, reference. The San San Castellaneta? No. Oh man, of course. Yes, I, that that completely went over my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So the festival Actually. is called the San Castellaneta Festival, and Homer's voice actor, among many other characters, is Dan Castellaneta. For people who don't know that. And uh, they're in traffic on their way to the festival, and Bart talks about all the rides that he loves that are 100 years old. We get a fun little sequence yeah, of yeah. all these all different... All these just like, you know, like, rackety ass kind of <laughs> yeah, <laughs> falling so apart rides. Had them all written down here. We have Tilt the Sprain. We see all these people coming out, clearly having sprained some part of their body. <laughs> uh, Tower of Tin... Tetanus, where it's like a roller coaster type thing, and they're just falling yeah, off. Yes, fuck's sake, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it's like so, so funny, just like brings you back to like. There definitely have been some oh, 100%. Theme, like theme, not even theme parks you can really call them like you know just people with like low end kind of cheap you know like uh, uh, roller coasters <laughs> yeah, <laughs> beside yeah. the beach <laughs> to totally what's the name of that to like that like, festival that comes here oh Thunderland Thunderland yeah Thunderland. yeah oh my god that was the the thing when I was younger I thought oh. it was like the bee's knees I'd still happily go to those yeah. things but today you've Super been to fun. Disneyland though that's I've, true that's the true highest <laughs> in his tato park the fucking <laughs> wooden roller coaster that's actually quite quite a good roller coaster there oh cool I actually yeah. haven't been to tato park so you have that in me I mean, no big deal man have been to Universal no. Studios and have been to Springfield so you know I mean that's yeah like have you met Mr. Tato though <laughs> I have met Mr. Tato and you get to, you go there and there's just like you get so many packs of Tato's man for free just go and like really yeah. that's awesome it's pretty it's actually pretty handy I'm surprised I wouldn't have expected that just because you think those theme parks are usually like yeah, make you spend as much money. money. Yeah, mm. yeah. I told you this before when I went to the Lynn Chocolate Factory in 
Germany I was expecting to get loads of free Lynn chocolate not, and they were like no not a single not even a square could you get for free you pay to go to the factory and you have to pay for more I imagine chocolate. exorbitantly as well surely you're paying like for oh, this, expensive, fee for this yeah. like, big thing totally you know? Yeah, that's absolutely. ridiculous that's so upsetting I remember <laughs> we were watching like uh, people make the chocolate and they're all like moody looking German people that look like they do not enjoy their jobs and um, my friend I think I can say his name he Hall went up to one of them and just goes can I have some chocolate and just the moodiest face just goes no <laughs> like he's just so unreasonable like the opposite of a Disney movie <laughs> yeah exactly oh just not just begrudgingly like smoking as you make chocolate like the you know <laughs> the sweetest thing they were not trying to look optimistic at all <laughs> they looked like they hated their jobs they were not pretending <laughs> so we also had the pony trudge which was just like a pony ride but yeah. it's like a really fat kid on it and the <laughs> pony looks like it's an immense pain <laughs> the last one's my favourite as well because just recurring character oh the barely go round the barely go round and then yes. old Gil just hops out I beat out a mule and an ox for this job the secret is not to ask for benefits He's one of my favourite recurring just like random. brilliant yeah he's so good he's one of the few characters he only pops up in the ninth season he's one of the few characters to pop up like pretty late in the show that yeah. has remained a recurring character oh Gil that kind of makes sense for him isn't it he's still finding his feet even, <laughs> like thrown into even something in the deep end yeah like, yeah even though he's over two decades in the show now <laughs> Still something about him. Is there ever like an? Was there ever an episode just specifically about? Old There's Gil? an amazing episode yeah. called Kill Gil. Kill Gil. Volumes one and two, and it's where Gil moves in with the family. It's in the 18th season. I'm pretty oh, sure. Very cool. He moves in with the family, and he says he's he's definitely going to be gone soon. Definitely, and uh, the whole episode takes place over the course of a year. Whoa! So it starts off at Christmas. Oh my god. And ends Christmas the following year, and it's just him constantly saying, "Oh, he, he'll be gone soon. He'll be gone soon." <laughs> you, it's a oh, fantastic yeah. episode. I would oh, highly I recommend. I really want to it. check that out. That yeah, great. we can watch it after this. Totally, absolutely. <laughs> bet you wish you could, bet you wish you could listen to us watching that episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Maybe We're, someday. Maybe, maybe we'll. Rec- who knows? Who knows what'll happen? Yeah. The world is crazy. So Homer has a little musical number about how much he loves this festival. But- You get taken right into Fat Tony, mm. who's um chilling out. He's doesn't want any any attention. Doesn't want any attention. Doesn't want to join the festival because he doesn't want those carbs because he doesn't want to be known as fat. Which yeah. <laughs> one of my favorite moments because the giant tight lips to go. But your name is Fat Tony and he just goes it blends <laughs> which I love that quote that's what he says when he goes for Fat Tony because it blends it blends oh, just so much fantastic like Tony Montana uh, mm. or no, not Tony Montana what's, uh, what's his uh, the name of that voice actor who does oh uh, Joe Mantegna Joe Mantegna sorry mm. um, I was saying Scarface's name yeah yeah um, Joe Mantegna just so, such like fantastic like <laughs> Italianisms they like always Absolutely. get <laughs> they always just throw in like mm. his old uncle I love he was yeah Uncle Theo hilarious <laughs> this big um that festival Woodstock 
Oh yeah, he's like a <laughs> big Woodstock fan. Takes off his hat like a big like, mafia guy, and he has like these long streamers of Woodstock hair. I think you can really tell that Joe Mantegna still loves playing this character, but also that the writers clearly enjoy writing for him. That's exactly it's perfect, perfect actor, perfect part mm. um, for it. Just that it's like it's 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 almost like he's such a high caliber actor in this genre. Anyway, you would almost like anticipate. Ah, it's, they, they just they I know just what know you mean funny. that you know he's mean? kind of like he would fall yeah, in or yeah, something but it, it, like like that it's just like you can tell how much fun they're having with it so it can never really be found in mm-hmm, totally and Homer gets an Italian contortment of items from Luigi just this big blob of like different Italian and foods he was ready for him yeah oh he was ready he was he was, he was going to go to town on that and he strolls down and he's like ooh what's this and Bart informs him that it's a church which causes oh, yeah. them to run away. It's, it's a real church which causes them to run away <laughs> in absolute fear. I'm kind of jumbling right now because this whole sequence is like, just, there's just so much happening. They, it's so, yeah, they, like, they cut so much into just this like first little like bit. Mm. Um, just like, it's it's funny too because it like it takes like a, a long time to like, um, for, the, for the actual arc to come in later on. Yes. Okay. But it, it, it's, it's, it's interesting that they managed to jam so much into this little montage almost. They really did. Know? I was constantly pausing as I was watching it. Just being like, I need to take, to take note of this and that. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> In these 10 seconds, I need to write like half a page and watch this happen. See, I always sort of like try and uh, like watch it. And then if it's on like a nice, if it's on like some, like a nice, like kind of uh, flow, I, nice leave, I leave it because I don't want to like, you know, interrupt it. it. So I'm taking notes, but I'm always like scrolling like, how, you know, what hand? Mm. We come in with Jason Momoa makes a <laughs> yes. Makes he comes little, in with like, um, as I refer to it as a kind of lazy shoehorned in celebrity yeah. cameo. It is an honor to be here on land today to recount the inspiring story of this great saint, Aquaman. Sign my left boob. Just... It was just because <laughs> it's Jason Momoa. It's, it's funny. the only reason why he was there because he's Aquaman. Yeah, totally. I thinking about it now, I wrote it down like kind of like you know I, I enjoyed it. Was, it was kind of like a funny joke, but I, I did kind of anticipate they were going to do more with, with him. He's gone. It's just this little <laughs> he scene. He comes in and they like make a few Aquaman jokes, and then and he's gone. But <laughs> he swims away into the ocean with yeah. water wings. I did. Like, I, did, I love that. <laughs> that bit was funny. I also liked Mercury calling him Wet Panther. Wet Panther. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I thought that was fun. So good. So, so yeah, as we find out that. Um, a lot of the townsfolk have been pickpocketed at this festival. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah Mercumby t- tells Jason Momoa to help and he throws on armbands and swims off into the ocean and doesn't come back. <laughs> which I like. He's just gone, yeah. yeah. That was his way of helping. <laughs> so G. Wigan was watching um, Wheel of Fortune and uh, it's clearly Chief of Chief Police. Chief of Police is the, yeah, yeah. But he's utterly convinced that it's a Thief of Polite. Thief of polite, and then <laughs> utterly convinced. Quimby comes up and he's like, uh, "Chief, shouldn't you be doing something, or whatever?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, thief, chief of polite, chief of polite." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so freaking funny. And um, this this lady, what's her name again? Oh, Lenora Carter. Lenora Carter. What a great, like, powerful, <laughs> mm, really like, powerful, like, enforcing lady. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> she comes in and informs Wiggum that she's working on this case to find this pickpocketer. He's not going to be involved in it. Absolutely insult Swigum. Roasts him. Yeah, yeah. absolutely roasts him. It's like completely emasculating him in his, mm. in his dojo. You are the worst police officer I've ever had the pleasure of humiliating in front of his men. <laughs> you are so fat, you're a good cop and bad cop. Your drug-sniffing dog is in rehab. Okay, it's for sex addiction. <laughs> and to make it even worse, she then compliments Lou and Eddie 
just mm. to show that she doesn't do this to everybody. She just does not like Wiggum. Yeah. Compliments Leonetti by referring to him as uh, Riggs and Murtaugh, who are the lethal weapon guys. Those dudes, yeah. Yeah, they're still, both... She's still, she's still, like, you know, like, giving some, giving some, you know, like, kind of Strips. hassle, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, she's still uh, uh, giving a bit of guff to everyone. Mm. And, uh... Chief Wiggum's real upset. He's, he's really real upset. upset. He's, a little, he's like, a little heartbroken. He's gonna, yeah, he's gonna like work off a bit of sweat on the on the gun range. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he goes into the gun range, or he informs that he's gonna take out some steam in the gun range. And yeah, he goes out, yeah. and then Lou just goes, "Wait, we don't have a gun range." He's <laughs> <laughs> just you're shooting at Louie. Like, oh, phenomenal. <laughs> so then, cut to Lenora, um, Eddie, and Lou are all trying to think about I what they're kinda, going to do, and yeah, they decide they, 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 they need a koi. To pretend to have a, a wallet on them to be like a yeah. a person for this pickpocketer he, to target. Here's when the hook comes in. Homer brilliantly enters is on it, time looking for the office like, of park bench removal. Because what they're <laughs> talking about, what they're saying is that they need the, they need the perfect booty. Yes. They need the perfect booty in all of Springfield. I think they literally say they need the biggest ass they in need Springfield, the biggest, don't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then but, Homer enters, uh, bang on time. This is perfect, bang. And mm. then the real hero of this story is introduced Finally. <laughs> We're probably about five minutes in by now and it's Homer's bus. <laughs> it's so good just how as well. How like as in, it's funny because it's silly that it's the Simpsons. Mm. But like just the thing that like everyone's like commenting on Homer's butt. I'm like really impressed. Like the, <laughs> what's it, like the, the, the female, um, like the black police officer says, yeah. uh, then you just got to put that sweet seat meat on the street. <laughs> it's like just saying that to a member of the public about his butt. Likes his button, you know. Homer is why not packing, man. Homer's got a good butt. We man. never talk about it. No, and it needs to be it's talked. Finally about addressed. Six hundred sixty-five episodes. Finally, in. finally, finally. Always waiting for this. Like, and there's there's a moment where like they he like puts the wallet into his back pocket, and then Homer Homer does like tricks. He like does tricks oh, with yeah, his butt, so and he's like pick a card, and she's like. Thank God that thing is on our side. Yeah, <laughs> so good montage of Homer. Using his butt to try and find his pickpocketer, we see him uh, getting booed at the movies because his butt is distracting the the audience goers. And um, yeah, he's just shaking it all over town. All over town. We had that. All uh, over town. We had that in mechanics. Um, being against a car, trying to get noticed, and yeah. we see Snake coming up, and he thinks that he's found the person, but it turns out it's just like um, an arms. What do you call him? Like. Like an, an, an armed robbery. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Snake, like, completely just turns Homer's booty down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, even though it's right there, he goes and he just, like, you know, robs the robs the store. Mm. And Homer's real butt proud during this whole... He's been, he's been upset at some points there. Because, yeah. you know, he's... You know, he doesn't get caught. He doesn't get, you know... doesn't catch the pickpocketer, yeah. Mm. My favourite bit is the kiss cam at the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and all these people are kissing and it just cuts to Homer, like... Just wiggling his butt the at someone. And the man... That's like, oh, okay. Very acceptingly leans in and kisses his butt. Like, that's what I'm talking... <laughs> it's like, you know, like, we kind of make jokes, Kay, that this that, that it's like the Homer's booty love in this episode. But yeah. they literally have a kiss cam where a man is enamored by Homer's ass. <laughs> <laughs> Don't... Okay, look, and you're thinking, you know, this is all jokes. Just you wait till... Just you wait till this... How this comes back. Oh. How, how Homer's booty just, oh, very okay. very impressively yeah, we'll get to it okay so he Homer uh, gets rid of the wallet because he he hops up onto like a crowded subway mm. and it's gone and he's real he's real happy he's yeah. real like yeah so then Lenore, Lenore and yeah and the other two like track it down where, where, where this wallet went off to and William turns up because he's been following them he wants to get involved in the case but he also is there because he's just driving around trying to <laughs> get Ralph yeah, to go yeah. to sleep yeah, yeah. another one of my favourite moments I'm alive 
Yeah, the chief feels betrayed by Lou and uh, mm. the, the other guy. What? What is that guy? I yeah. want to say Greg. <laughs> what actually is that guy? That character's name? It's Eddie. It's Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> what is a, that guy's name? Very funny joke because, like, obviously Lou is the more prominent one, and Eddie has never yeah. really shined. <laughs> and we all, yeah, we always just you can like hear uh, uh, Chief Wiggum's voice saying Lou. Yeah, so all the time. Yeah. Hello, yeah. <laughs> my, one of my favorite moments in the Simpsons movie when everyone's like dumping stuff into the lake and um, Fat Tony throws something in and um, Chief Wiggum's like, hey, what's that? And Fat Tony's like, oh, these, it's, it's, it's a dead body. It's clearly <laughs> yeah, a dead yeah, body. Yeah. And Fat Tony's like, oh, these are, you know, yard trimmings. <laughs> he throws it into the lake and Lou's like, um, Chief, that's a dead body. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I taught that too. And then he said, Liar trainings. You gotta learn to listen, listen Lou. Lou. <laughs> yeah. Just brilliantly defines the dynamic. Lou always knows what's up, but can never get any praise for it because Chief Wiggum is just He's so just completely incompetent. Incompetent, yeah, exactly. The thing I never noticed until, until like this is that uh, Lou, with his, uh, without his police cap on, has an afro? A massive afro, yeah. yeah. In that scene when they're doing the big stakeout. Yeah. It's like, what? I don't think that's ever been shown has, before. Has not been shown before? Okay, yeah. It's, it's cute. There, there are episodes in the past where we see him before he's a cop and he has yeah. short hair. But okay, I guess yeah. in current day Springfield, yeah. he has an afro or that maybe we he, never see. Maybe he'd be doing it for like undercover. Yeah, know? yeah. Just styling it up. But he mm. looked cool. He, he did look pretty hip, man. I liked it, yeah. So then they go into... The hmm. room where he found the wallet and uh, Tony comes out. He's trying to get rid of his uncle who won't leave until his dead wife forgives him. Hmm. And um, we find that Tony's been set up. He thought the place was yeah. an Asian fusion restaurant. This is a setup. What are these things? I was told this was an Asian fusion pop-up restaurant. But I see no Asian, no fusion. Yeah, they, they, they take Fat Tony in and now he finally finds out what it's like to be innocent. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and his lawyer is like coming to like talk to him in the prison. Mm. And the lawyer's like, what? There's nothing I can do with this if you're actually innocent, <laughs> you know? I love that bit too, yeah, and he has like the the meter on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's being charged like $100 per <laughs> second. Yeah. Do you know who the voice of that lawyer was oh I don't who is it it was Bob Odenkirk no way I know yeah oh my god I recognised the voice so and I looked good. it up and I was like that's crazy because it was a super brief cameo that's such a soul reference as well I guess exactly you know. and another fun fact and probably the reason why he's in this this episode is written by Bill Odenkirk his brother his brother yeah oh, that's so interesting mm-hmm. oh my god who's been a writer on the show since the 18th season what yeah yeah oh my god dude that's so crazy there you go yeah isn't that mental Small world. Very talented uh, uh, family then, because those are like, you know, Clearly, yeah. you know Bob Odenkirk's very kind of multi- multi-talented too. Oh, absolutely. I so love Bob Odenkirk. Writing and directing. And, yeah, uh, I would consider him one of my one of my people, one of absolutely, my inspirations. Absolutely. Really, really love him. Always just a stand-up too, even if he's not paid for it, I think. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Even like, that brief cameo there, he, you can tell he's not phoning it in. Yeah, you yeah. Know? He always just gives it all. Yeah, yeah. Super funny. I also <laughs> love this moment <laughs> where Ken Brockman goes, the Wolf of Wallet Street. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like he's entertained by him, also a little ashamed. <laughs> it's just that funny thing of like yeah, reading out all of these like meticulous puns that he doesn't want to read. <laughs> just read them off the auto prompter. Mm, slightly humored by it, but also kind of dying a bit inside. <laughs> then Fat Tony is parting ways with his wife, his guma, which is an Italian a, a mafia word for mistress. Ah uh, yes, yes. And yeah. uh, his teacup pig. <laughs> this little baby pig and he's like more upset each time like kind of upset by his wife upset 
with the Gumar, very yeah, obsessed. I, just in agony. his teacup pig, yeah. Pig. <laughs> and, and then the Gumar and the the wife, glad at fisticuffs, yes, catfight style. Oh, cool guy. Banter ensuing. Luckily, we've never seen is. that wife before either. <laughs> I don't think it's ever been, even been mentioned that he has a wife. <laughs> I remember <laughs> that great. there was an episode where he he married one of the like uh, the party or Selma. It was Selma, yeah. Selma, because yeah. she's straight. Because she's straight, yeah. yeah. Um, and that then he had another fake. He, she was his. Oh, maybe you're right. Gu- maybe not Gumar was the word. I can't remember what the maybe word. It was his real wife. Guido, or it was some. I can't even remember what the word they used. I think it might have been Guido. Yeah. Guido. Actually, I think you're right. I think that woman is actually the one that we saw in this episode. Oh, for real? I, I, now my name. I might be Mandela affecting myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. I, I think. Yeah. You can go have a look at that. Yeah. I'm sure they they would have gotten that continuity. They would. Yeah. Made sure that. And it would also make woman. sense. I mean, if he had another wife. Too, That's true. Yeah. Me, Absolutely. You know I mean? like, that would make perfect sense. Open hmm. in the prison. And just a little, yes. they have a, a little side gag real oh, quick. amazing. <laughs> Sideshow Bob runs from the prison escaping, and then a, a, a truck full of rakes hits mm. him. <laughs> and then literally just says rakes. Yeah, so good. <laughs> I mean, that was a lovely little reference. I loved that. That made me smile a lot. It made me, it was like, they can see, like, find more jokes of that, like, that easy. <laughs> yeah, he's always getting screwed over by rakes. And it was actually super funny. It did not feel like a rehash or a repetition. No, I don't think I've ever seen that. Way of bringing this joke back. Yeah, it was great. Like, because grammar isn't, isn't even in this episode, so oh, I just yeah. love that they gave such a this brilliant it little moment. It's going to be featuring a prison in Springfield. They should give him a shout out. Mm. <laughs> I had to say there's so many great little like two three second sequences in this, in this episode. episode oh it's the just jam packed. so funny jam packed yeah, yeah, yeah just yeah. one after another I mean that's why I have so much notes written down here just like so much stuff I was like I want to mention this I want to mention this because there was a lot of great moments yeah Chief Wigan feeling very uninspired Ralph informing him that he's um, irrelevant or elephant <laughs> oh he's an irrelevant he's an elephant yeah we had a nice oh. little sequence that was my favourite little the elephant walk music yeah, and they're both just walking like the elephants two dudes. and you think it's like you think it's just gonna be like one scene where Ralph and Chief Wigan walk out like elephants and then it keeps going it they're goes like, on for a solid minute <laughs> they're playing in a puddle of yeah. elephants and it's it's Clean so themselves, so everything. <laughs> it's very, very enjoyable, very sweet. Yeah, like a kind of Jungle Book animation of them both walking oh, as elephants. <laughs> really sweet. So good, so mm. good. The marriage inspires Wiggum yeah. not to be afraid to fail. And she's, you see, the, this is the thing that they like. They meet up, and Marge says she loves Homer because he's not afraid to fail. Mm. Okay? But we all know at this point, okay, Homer's booty is playing a big part in that love. Oh come 100%. on, man. I mean, come on! You you we saw we had an idea before. Yeah, well, come on. <laughs> no, it's very. We cute. saw two scenes ago that Homer'd be doing the booty tricks, man. Homer's got an impressive yeah, boots. No, it's it's not just that he's not that he's afraid to fail. You know? No, no, no. You know, just impressive booty, man. You know what I'm saying, man? So, but yeah, inspires Wigan <laughs> to not, to not give up. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, I'm gonna do this, and he sets up his car and. <laughs> rams into a load of bicycles and the car crashes down and he, he, he needs a lift to the <laughs> yeah he, he's the like can you help me Marge <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ralph can stay in the car yeah, yeah. it's okay I love that idea Ralph just fucking staying like a dog in the car which you shouldn't you wouldn't even do with a dog I know yeah <laughs> like, for that long period of time he's starting to do a whole job investigation and very content with just leaving his child in the car <laughs> Um, I like the little it's it's very brief but I like the little back and forth that Wiggum and Marge had in this episode yeah I think it's nice it's, it's sweet like, yeah it's a nice dynamic that I suppose we haven't seen very much no before. certainly not no yeah. you know <laughs> the only other like 
example I can think of of the two of them having any dynamic is the episode where Marge becomes a police officer. Sure. And in that episode, it's her constantly rebelling against Chief Wiggum. Oh, very interesting. So, yeah, you know, a, a totally yeah, new yeah. dynamic here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of a dynamic that makes sense as well because yeah, Marge is, loves, like, mother, mothering and... Uh, inspiring people and like mm. she becomes hopeless hopeless so and lazy course, and, uh, you know yeah yeah doesn't care <laughs> exactly especially actually in, in in like these next few bits with like in the the prison cell mm. this one in particular yeah <laughs> i love this bit. yeah when they're all praying and uh tony prays yeah. that uh, this rat judas gets kneecapped yeah which yeah. obviously just means like handicapped and I, i'm i'm zooming <laughs> no, the no, thing this you know what kneecapped means no when you kneecap someone is when like you break someone's kneecaps Oh yeah, so yeah. Like a... Which would make them handicapped. Which oh would yeah, make them yeah, like yeah. wheelchair bound. Yeah, but as in like get, getting capped though is like what mm-hmm. they would call it rather. You know. Yeah, yeah. I literally don't even know what that is because again, they're quote from The Simpsons. Uh, I can't remember what episode it is, but it's um, somebody does some job right for Fat Tony, and it's like you've done well. And as a reward, we will only remove one of your kneecaps. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's the treat that they get. Just one. <laughs> I guess in the visual guide, you like this. Is, there was the spaghetti. Spaghetti. Oh no! Okay, he, oh, the... he has like toilet spaghetti. Oh, toilet spaghetti, so good. Yeah, he's like putting it to the, to the toilet in the prison, like mixing with sauce and everything. And every he's brewing scene... it the whole, all the way through all of his little like you know. Yeah. There's a few scenes with him in in the cell, uh, the cell, and each time it's like he's kind of further along with his prison spaghetti. Yeah, just eating this pasta, just never address. I love this nice little visual thing. You could totally miss it. <laughs> one of one of like things I liked was when so there's a, a bit where Tony is praying. And Chief Wiggum is also praying. And mm. they're both kind of, you know, it's that thing that they're kind of like towards the same end kind of thing. Yeah, that they both have the same end goal. I'm not a praying man. For me, getting down on my knees is often a one-way trip. I know I made a deal with the devil to be chief, but please, just ignore that and help me out, will you? Kind of checks out. It kind of checks out how we got there, yeah. That's the reason why, yeah. I guess <laughs> the Simpsons are very good at black comedy when they when they do it so why not have that be a thing that I guess is just now canon <laughs> so here's my question to you yes is, I know what you're going to say yeah in your canon is it the Flanders devil oh um not necessarily because the Flanders devil is a tree as a whore yeah like a true non-canon yeah 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 exactly but no the, the, Satan's been in the show a few times like in the regular Simpsons world oh true it's always just like a, a regular oh, like a Satan representation of... yeah yeah voiced oh. quite brilliantly by Harry Shearer Oh, interesting. Mm. Cool. Harry Shearer has mentioned in the past that his his proudest roles in the show has been playing both God and Satan. <laughs> <laughs> that makes him very happy. Very good. And Harry Shearer is like Flanders and... Flanders, Mr. Burns, Mr. Smithers. Burns, Smithers. Yeah, loads of impressive voices. Cool. Great, great cool. voice actor. And yeah, this praying sequence concludes with Homer praying that they oh, bring yeah. back plastic straws because... Um, <laughs> yeah. Because the the paper ones like get mushy too quickly, kind which of. I agree it's, it's with. It's true enough. It's you know it's it's better for the environment, but there's no way is satisfying. That's my opinion on <laughs> on paper, paper straws in a nutshell. They're not as satisfying, and they're just not as nice. But I understand why they're there. <laughs> the worst thing to try and have a paper straw, try, try to drink with a paper straw is McDonald's milkshakes. Oh it's impossible. yeah, because that is impossible though. Yeah, because they're quite thick. Because and like it just destroys it as it travels towards your mouth. One sup and that straw <laughs> is fucked. Yeah, <laughs> You're like, okay. You're gonna claw out that milkshake with your bare hands. Yeah, like, I guess so. <laughs> I mean, you could also just drink it. But no, no, bare whoa, hands, whoa. bare hands. <laughs> you gotta dig in there. <laughs> <laughs> a complete mess. I mean, you're already in McDonald's, so you might as well. You might as well just go having a milkshake with your hands. Yourself. Yeah, treat yourself. I just. Mm. 
And that takes me back to nights out at like nights out. half three oh in the boy, morning. Which we, 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 we'd like, you know, you'd hit the club for a second. Mm. You'd hit the McDonald's even harder. Oh man. you hit those McDonald's. the hardest and they go everywhere. McDonald's is some of the best food after a night out. <laughs> That's just my <laughs> opinion. Oh, is. I don't know. See, I like McDonald's, but after a night out, I think I kind of want something a bit more substantial. Do you know what I mean? I think I guess it's the perfect amount of food so? because I, I, I think I, if I'd go to like, you know, a dirty chipper, I'd yeah. usually get more food than I want. <laughs> But with McDonald's, yeah, I feel I like it's you. the right amount, and it's always like you know cheap as. Oh yeah, cheap, cheap as, as chips. chips as I cheap say. As yeah. Yeah. It actually is chips. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I quite enjoy McDonald's, and I also, I, I actually would usually get a milkshake if I was at like a big proper sesh because yeah, I have this very yeah. unpopular opinion that I don't like fizzy drinks after. I get you. I get you. A night out. I don't know if I could do a milkshake after. Actually, it depends if I was, you know. It depends what night I've had. Yeah, what kind you know? of yeah, yeah. I definitely did like back in first year when I was having those big massive sessions where you have like <laughs> twelve cans before you even go out, and then you go out Put and milk afterwards to calm the stomach. Like it, I'd uh, have like a fucking Big Mac meal or something, and yeah, I'd have a milkshake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just because I want to have as Talk much in, fucking like... calorie intake as possible. I guess <laughs> I'm just not holding back. Yeah, I've always enjoyed that. Going on from anyway, there. Anyway, sorry the the psychic I want to say that I thought was so funny mm. in uh in in the the prison was yes. they introduce uh that mob or that the Fatoni's um like inmate like uh his roommate his bunkmate yes is a priest is a Catholic yeah, yeah. priest. And I'm losing my confidence. You did it, didn't you? I swear on this former priest that I didn't do it. He's not guilty, and I know guilty. My G- oh my god It's very very dark That's humor. very risque For the Simpsons Incredibly I remember when that thing Came up Like of him hanging himself I was like Whoa <laughs> I laughed like so Because I was just like Oh I mean, They never like Picked back up So I guess nope. That guy's dead Yep <laughs> this, is, this is like That was one of those things That's just Was so like Quick and sharp Like about these episodes You know mm. We were saying earlier Like little like Kind of funny gags Yeah We meet this tweet This this We meet this priest Once <laughs> and then like five seconds later he has hung himself what happens then is that Chief Wiggum comes to visit Fat Tony mm. and he comes and like uh, Fat Tony gives himself tells him his alibi because yeah. he and he wouldn't reveal this to anybody because he's so embarrassed because he was singing shouting yeah this is recorded footage of him in his office like taking out a piano and just singing yeah man. but I'm here good times and bad times I've seen them all and my dear I'm still here. Plush velvet sometimes, sometimes just pretzels and beer. But I'm here. I can never sing show tunes. It's so tragic. Mm, so, so tragic. It's just, it's. <laughs> so then we cut to... So I actually, real quick, mm. uh, I, I thought this would be a good moment to... I haven't told you about this, but um, I contacted... We have a sponsor now, okay? What? Uh, yeah, yeah. And um, so... Each week it's gonna be a new new sponsor, but this week, oh, yeah. okay, um, we've been sponsored by whales. Whales, yeah. The animal, the animal whales reached out to me. Br- and, Brendan did not ask my permission. No, it's <laughs> it was I, you know. <laughs> no, because look, we haven't had you know it, it. Okay, okay. So whales reached out to us. I, I, who am I to turn down whales? Uh, you know, pursue yeah. of so just. <laughs> Don't take it from me. Take it from Wales.
Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Wales. I think it stands for itself, and we'll have another fake sponsor next week. Fake sponsor? No, sorry. My apologies. That was a slip of the tongue. Sponsor, uh, yeah. And uh, if you're interested <laughs> in yeah. researching Wales further, be sure to visit wales.com forward slash Dylan Brayden have Simpsons podcast <laughs> yeah. to get a 10% <laughs> discount. <laughs> There you oh, go. Thank you, Wales, for that sponsorship. Yeah, I really appreciate it, guys. Cheers. I'm glad so they're enjoying the podcast. Yeah. I'm so glad that we could rep them correctly. Oh, I, I feel really honored. <laughs> so we got okay, to bring back. The... Yes, William's investigating um, th- this case. And did you yeah. did you notice what Ralph was doing in this bit? In this bit, which bit now? The, the bit where he's like he's in the his police office. Um, just investigating the case. This is when he finds a YouTube video. What do you see what Ralph is doing? No, because it's just there in the background. Ralph is yo-yoing into his mouth. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> He's yo-yoing into his mouth. He's having a lovely time. Big smile on his face. He's doing it. I just love that little visual gag. And Anything then, they do with Ralph is always just so oh, good. Oh, always delightful. <laughs> he has some really great moments in this episode, for sure. And mm-hmm. yeah, Wiggum is like uh, researching and he finds rare footage of mm. Fat Tony talking about how he would never pickpocket anybody. Yeah, yeah he'd do anything, any crime ever, mm. but he would never pickpocket Apart from pickpocketing, yeah. yeah. And he wouldn't do it because his dad got pickpocketed before dying. The worst death of all, natural causes. <laughs> How, how how did you feel about this? I, it was a very Deus Ex Machina. I felt the thing, that they just had video footage of him saying, "I would never pickpocket someone." But that wasn't what got him released, though. That's what convinced Wiggum. Mm. What got him released is that then they put a wire on him. Yeah, I know, I know. I know yeah, it's still very like the, oh that he would say that. Yeah, yeah. Specifically, they had footage of him saying, "I would never pickpocket someone." Yeah. You know? See, I, I, that was like Wiggum's first clue that Tony might be innocent. Clue. Yeah, mm. see, for me, it was like, um, I don't think any... <laughs> I feel like watching it, it, it was okay for me because Wiggum was the person who, who was convinced. Yeah. Because, like, you know, if, if there was nothing in this episode about, I don't know, like pickpockets and stuff, you could just be like, well, he's lying, clearly. Mm. You know what I mean? Or something like that. But it's... And it, That's true. The fact that he doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't uh, clear up all too much other than just like... You know, furthers Wiggum being, you know, and it, it's sort of it's sort of so so specific that, yeah. like, that it was kind of funny for me. Yeah, yeah, you know I feel I mean? you. Like it's, it's rare stupid. footage. Like, why, why would he would be a big pocket? Like, I know of all the things he's done, like he is surely he's stolen something. Yeah, like. this man has ordered the killing of multiple people. Yeah, yeah. but he would never steal money off someone. No way. <laughs> I, I would also sort of think like for the purpose of the, this episode, that's probably like you know serving to the plot for him. Not to be a pickpocket, but in mm. my in my head canon, that's just you know, Fat Tony lying. Yeah, yeah, fair. <laughs> mm. Realistically, putting up his big old front. Yeah, I, I love it a little bit as well, where we see like this wall called Wiggum's mistakes. I can tell he's innocent with a certainty you can only develop putting hundreds of innocent people in jail. DNA technology has not been my friend. All these pictures of like these people that he's caught, and it's like children and dogs and stuff like that. Like, and it's so obviously good. suggests that he's caught these people for murder or like horrible <laughs> crimes. <laughs> As we previously mentioned, Tony and Wiggum team up. We yeah. have that whole bit. Um, One more little bit in the in the prison cell. You know, just, just mm. agree, agreeing to agreeing in a funny way too. It's it's like they they ask like Fat Tony if he'll wear a wire, 
And he goes oh, like absolutely, you know, completely turns it down. He says like absolutely not, and then writes on a piece of paper, "Yes, smiley face." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that was something I cannot do. Let me repeat, can not do. <laughs> Making sure that they know that he's, he's not going to hand, say, yeah. but he's. Oh yeah, and he writes down yes on the piece of paper. <laughs> oh, as well, another little like brilliant little parody mafia moment that I loved was when he's um talking to his lawyer, and the lawyer leaves. And then legs is like... Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, show him to the door. He's like, oh, yeah, I'll show him to the door. He's like, no, no, that's not what I mean. <laughs> not, not what I mean. It's like, oh, I just want you to take him out. He's like, okay, oh, I'll, I'll take, take him, him out. out. Like, no, look, you're understanding me. Whatever I say, whatever you think I'm saying, do the opposite of that. <laughs> oh, boss. <laughs> the and they just start speaking in Italian for a little bit. Yeah, for like a while. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. <laughs> but yeah, like, clear what they're saying, but it's enjoyable. It's so funny, too, because it's just like so like, like, like semi-passionate, but not too hard. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, come, come on. on. Oh, hey. no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he, he agrees to wear the wire, yeah. and yeah. we have the sequence, this is, the, this is the, the, the final act, the third act, yeah, I guess, at this point. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, oh, also, only registered with me now, another episode doesn't have a side story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just thought, I, think, I was thinking about that, okay, and what mm. I think it is, is that, you know what I said a little bit earlier, they take quite a while to get to the hinge of the thing? Yeah. Because it, it was almost like, probably almost like halfway through maybe a little bit like a little bit before mm. when tony got found with the wallets got kind of accused yes you know what i mean so i feel like they kind of like they took a while it to was two different there. sections like before it was like like they kind of had tony in the first bit a little bit but it was mm. more so following the family until you know until the pickpocket anything happens yeah. yeah it's probably a good like six seven minutes in before mm. the main plot kicks off yeah it's interesting because it's like it's like one big a plot but it's with more with like a lot of like like you know a lot of side tracks yeah, and three gags or four, and stuff three or four like yeah yeah the yeah all these little know. intertwine yeah mm-hmm. it's like Fat Tony and Wigan are obvious ones then Homer's involved in this episode yeah yeah, yeah. marriage is quite an important role mm-hmm. and, and like and uh, even like Lou Eddie and Lenora totally, totally they have their little police like their 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 uh their story their going stakeout on, going on that's um mm-hmm. important to, to the plot as well yeah yeah those are the characters involved in this one a really big ensemble one actually I, yeah, which is I, cool yeah and I thought like kind of like each. I th- I thought that each scene worked really well to continue. It kept charge and advanced the plot really well. Yes, there was very little like slack. You know, like you were saying, like that first scene has a lot. We so much packed into the kind of the festival scene, mm. and it's like that's maybe like the longest time where it stays uh, uh, a consistent value. Yeah, every other every including that one, like you know, it does. It does sort of shift like like kind of like the the plot forward very mm, it effectively. Does. It with does every totally. Scene, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And they're going yeah. into the restaurant. But He's wearing his first, wire. First of all, though, uh, this episode, it's, mm. it's like it's not it, it's Kink City, man. Because like Wiggum says to uh, Fat Tony, Just remember your life depends on us. Oh, and please, no profanity. I play these for the missus when we're uh, we're getting in the mood. <laughs> What? I bet you save me with my wife again in the mood. Yeah, that's like, but it's like, just the fucking, the, 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 the priest hanging himself, and then cut to uh, Wiggum talking about, like, being in bed with his, like, fucking listening to, like, mm. undercover stings. I love that he does something that kinky, but his only problem, the only thing that he does not want is cursing. Yeah, no yeah, bad that's language. That's it, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> no bad that language. That was what please. it was. That's what he was saying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's no cursing. <laughs> I, I love when they're pulling in, we see these, like, these little um, license plates in the mafia's cars. One, one says, kill for 
for cash 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 <laughs> yeah. it's like three dollar signs another one is like sleep with fishes and it's just like a little <laughs> symbol of a fish like that little, that little visual gag as well very good very mm. good and then um yeah they're tony's about to go in and <laughs> they tell him about the phrase that that, that means that um it's, it's time for them to go in. Oh, yeah. Remember the remember phrase. Remember the phrase. What's the phrase? Remember the phrase. <laughs> I love that. It was very kind of like, uh, you know, the Abbott and Costello. Oh, like, absolutely. Who's on first? Yeah, who's on? I think you. Yeah. yeah. Who's on first? It was first very, very like that. Remember the phrase. It, it, the phrase is, remember the phrase. It's just a stupid the stupidest goddamn. <laughs> the stupidest goddamn phrase I've ever heard. Go in and... Um, <laughs> Frankie the Squealer ends up squealing that it's yeah. Johnny Tightlips who's framed Tony immediately because he's Frankie the Squealer. He's Frankie the Squealer. Yeah, I love really. that, that. I've always think it's such a funny little like dynamic having you know there's the Frankie the Squealer and Johnny Tightlips. Mm. All of those consistent jokes are just so funny. And those characters always I, say very true yeah, their yeah. names, which I, I love. Mean nothing. Mm. Go suck a lemon. <laughs> then we meet a whole slew of new characters at this time, which yeah. I love. Yeah. We miss. We we meet. Um, we have Jimmy Kissass. Oh, yeah. Who's sucking up to Tony. Then we have uh, oh, Sonny... Oh, sucking up to Johnny. So, sucking up to Johnny, Johnny, you're right. Sucking up to Johnny. And then we have Sonny Go Along, who's like, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Willie Whatever literally just goes, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> and favorite. Yeah, Joey can't read Joey the room. Joey can't read the room. Because <laughs> there's no way we're going to do that. Like, you, you see what I mean? And he's like, what? <laughs> what? That's not how everyone was... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, 100% the best. The oh. great punchline with this little bit. <laughs> such a funny, like, it's not like kind of like I felt, uh, <laughs> just once again, just such a funny little, like, bang, fu- you know, yeah, five totally. second guy. Bang, bang, bang. Yeah, yeah. And still, like, moves the plot along while this being <laughs> inherently funny. Yeah. He says, remember the phrase. He says, remember the phrase. Things kept heating up. Things are getting we heated. cut to the Simpsons. Yeah, they're in the restaurant yeah. very conveniently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> The title characters <laughs> um, shoehorn their way into the story because he just happened to be in the restaurant having a meal and Homer like, wants to find out yeah. about the sauce. <laughs> he wants to get some sauce for himself. Yeah. But also, it's, I don't know if, have you seen The Sopranos? I have a feeling you, that's what it is, yeah. This is what, yeah, the ending, it's just doing an homage, doing a kind of like, you know. Just don't like stop believing his parody. Name. Yeah, of, mm. of, well, it's just like, even like the shot, the diner they're sitting in stuff looks, or, you know, like the, the, the Italian diner, how it's set up and stuff for like Homer and the, the family. Yeah. And Maggie out like stuck in traffic, or, you know, trying to park her car and stuff. Mm. It's, it's shot for shot. That's the. Was oh, that shot for shot? That's okay. The, that's the uh, finale of the, the Sopranos. Right, I wasn't sure, was it. The, the family of the Sopranos, or was this just the music video for Don't Stop Believing? Mm, but that yeah, makes yeah. way more sense. Yeah. This is the Sopranos, but yeah, of course. The thing about the Sopranos, okay, is, and mm. I don't think I'm, I'm spoiling this because it's. You I know, haven't seen the show. I think it's, everyone I think knows it's almost this. like 10 years old at this point, yeah. at least. So, but the ending is very way big. more than 10 years it, old. It cuts to black at a certain point uh, just during like the finale, okay? Mm. And so it's like, it's always been kind of a controversial kind of like, a, what happened? Was there more to, you know? Yeah, uh, and so it's like, what happens next? It's like they kind of they bring it up like in The Simpsons to this point, and mm. then like just like something ridiculous happens. Yeah, <laughs> and I think it's kind of like a. <laughs> for me, it's like you know, I, I think it's like the cleverest thing to do is being like, oh yeah, this is our homage to what we think happened in the, the Sopranos. <laughs> yeah, I guess this so. is our Simpsons version of the ending of The Sopranos. Mm. You know, so as Brendan mentioned, Homer's butt does come back into oh, it. It comes back, man. Pretty hardcore. So Homer 
comes in and interrupts this big yeah. th- this big um shootout that's about to coming in yeah. mafiosos taking out their guns he interrupts this big know? thing that's about to ensue yeah because he just wants to find out about the sauce find that sauce and uh, gets shot in the butt he gets it right in the booty mm, and saves <laughs> he saves, saves uh, Tony's Tony? life he? yeah, yeah saves yeah, Tony's yeah. life and uh, gets knocked out <laughs> <laughs> and then Chief Wiggum um what sucks is the bullet out Someone's gotta suck out the bullet. Wiggum, damn it, this is what you were born to do. And he gets down. He gets down and he sucks that bullet out of Homer's ass. Very, very willingly. And bear in mind, bear in mind that, that he's gonna be playing this for his wife later on his oh, yeah. cassette player. They're gonna Listen, have a banging time. Remember that booty that was out walking town with the wallet? You know, I sucked it. I sucked that bullet right out. And they cut, right? They cut. Homer goes down. His booty's he's he's down. Okay. Mm. Wiggum's game. Okay. And then they cut. <laughs> they cut to the hospital. Um, Homer's eyes open. Okay. Yeah. And and Wiggum spits the the bullet out yeah. into the the thing. So mm. he's had that bullet in his mouth the whole in time. His mouth. <laughs> The whole time! He's waiting for him to With wake up so he could do that. <laughs> Bang on the time. But yeah, Dr. Hibbert <laughs> informs him that um, Chief Wiggum has saved his life. <laughs> and, why? Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't like, like why it. is it so... Is it, like, isn't, a bullet is to the boss wouldn't kill is you. A good free, is, is, like, I don't know if you should remove shit just like... <laughs> yeah, just like I, that. I don't, you know. And he, he put his, himself at risk by doing it too. So, you know, fair play to... Yeah, man. <laughs> fair play to Wiggum. Ah. Uh. So, <laughs> phenomenal, phenomenal mm. episode for <laughs> for Homer's butt. For Homer's butt. When we were mentioning the important characters in this episode earlier, I mean, he's his own character, almost disconnected from Homer. Yeah. Homer's booty, no, absolutely. Mm. I, and I think that this episode just it just proves it that, like, you know, oh man, it's good butt. I because it's so funny though, because I was like watching this, making notes, and I was like, this is so funny. At starting, I just want the whole episode. To be about Homer's butt because it's funny. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it won't be though. <laughs> and then it comes back. Oh, because the butt saves the day. Mm. The butt. Ah, oh, Homer. Homer booty just literally. Uh, the butt kind of does have the hero's journey. He does. When you think about it, it. it she does, man. Because it gets the ball rolling. It gets. It's look. You know, at first it's kind of cocky. Homer's butt's going out there. It's doing its booty tricks mm. with the cards. It's you know. It's getting back. It's. It's, it's it's all right up in the in everyone's eyeline and stuff, yeah. and then you know it, it really finds its true purpose at the end. At the end, as protecting, a yeah, every man character would do. Being a colossal booty man, I just you're making me realize how clever the butt thing was. I thought it was funny, but yeah. your analyzation of it was making me be like, oh, it's actually quite cleverly thrown in there. You did actually like how it will come back. Yeah, absolutely. It's like I can't quite read my handwriting here. What's that say? <laughs> I mean, if you can't, Homer is a daddy with a king booty. Well, I mean, if you say so. <laughs> you say so yeah, I think on. you read your handwriting quite fine. I don't know. You wrote, I appreciate Dylan wrote that a bit earlier. We need to get a recording of me saying <laughs> that just separately, I think, for it's the Instagram. Be, yeah, it's going <laughs> to my new, my new texts. Reading about... it with a bit of confusion. <laughs> I, I rated this. I gave this one like a, a 9 out of 10. Oh. And then... I thought about it enough. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that I bumped it up to 9.5 and it's, I'm 9. enjoying 5. it more and more the longer I think about this episode. Okay, okay, why not? Cool. 
I mean, yeah, just from watching it, because I, I, I'd already seen it just watching it whole, like, um, about a month or so ago, and I really enjoyed it, but then from watching it and pausing it after every minute or so, I was like, man, this episode is just jam-packed with yeah. this cleverness, witty humour, has great dialogue, but also amazing visual guys I think are just as impressive you know what too actually you know what like for me what puts the difference with this episode is uh, how it handled the landing you know maybe like you know because like really satisfying the one we reviewed <laughs> last week had a kind of lackluster yeah, that's like the last two I thought like you know that also in... involved that Tony yeah true Funnily, yeah. True, yeah they give him enough sort of like I, I think that like kind of like you know it was, it was it was a fitting enough ending with enough sort of like time given for it Mm, for sure. totally you're dead right yeah th- that final sequence really paid off it didn't yeah. feel it didn't feel rushed it felt like this was the right time for this final you know everything coming together happening I think really impressed by like Wiggum and Tony's arc in this episode because yeah like jokes aside about the but they are the main characters way more so than than Homer or any of the family was and I, I, I like that they really didn't feel like they had to have the family be the main focus they yeah, were totally. okay to they give sort of, Tony and Wiggum a lot of screen they time they almost used them they kind of they quite they used the family quite sparingly in this episode in fact you know they did yeah totally they had Homer kind of set everything up of, and the yeah. family set everything up at the beginning going to the festival and stuff but it, Tony and Wiggum are the get the majority yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 I would definitely say and I think that's like that's really cool that they were able to use the family as like sort of tools to progress other characters' stories mm. within this. Yeah, I know. I, I thought know, they did, than... did a really nice way of still having the family involved in it while them not being the main focus. I thought yeah. they, they had an, a nice little in-between there. Totally. Um, yeah, I think for me, I did the episode in eight. An I eight. thoroughly cool. enjoyed cool. it. My only thing would be that there was just like a few little cringy bits that I didn't enjoy that would yeah, sure. bring it down after me. I really didn't like the couch gag, if you would keep, if you would call it that. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't gone on Jason Momoa's cameo. Sure, sure. But then, like, kind of everything else was quite was good solid. for me, yeah. Even, like, even this one I'm thinking about, like, there's so much goodness to it. Like, we, like the Nora character was a great character. Yeah. I loved the bit at the end as well. She, yeah, yes. yeah, but... I have to say, when I first met you, I thought you were totally incompetent. <laughs> and? And? believe in you chief and yeah that, that's enough that 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 character got it like one last burn in for herself like yeah today. before she <laughs> leaves the town forever yeah <laughs> thoroughly enjoyed that but yeah all around this was oh, a really solid episode also actually i think it was also you know it was about it was about fat tony or and, and chief wiggum but also mm. it was about um the enforcers you know um that, that kind of like the the uh that character like the what's your name again Lenore Carter. Le- Lenore Carter being introduced, and they're like you know contrasting with like Chief Wiggum's approach to stuff. Mm. But the one thing, yeah, the one thing that both of those officers of the law could agree on, yeah, okay, was the brilliance and the necessity to protect and utilize Homer's Homer's God. <laughs> Homer's <laughs> sake. You can't. You can't say it's, it's not true, though. She saw it. She picked that rookie out. She was like, "That one, that booty." Okay, and, and Chief Wiggum, right? They can't see eye to eye on anything except he was like, "I'm gonna save that. I'm gonna save Homer's booty." It's too beautiful. <laughs> that's, You're dead that's right. The only thing man, they could, um, th- I listened to you ramble respect. on for nearly a minute there, being like, "Oh man, where's he going with this? This sounds really interesting." 
just bringing the booty back. That's, that's the only respect they could possibly have, you know. And because there was a, you know, a bit of respect there at the end. But I know what it was. You know what it was. <sighs> we we know what's going down. We know what's going down. Um. All right. Are what does we it say again? Uh, I believe it says Homer's a daddy with a king booty. Homer's a daddy with a king booty. Don't forget it. <laughs> I still think the recording of me saying it with uncertainty and reluctance <laughs> is probably better just because <laughs> it's confusing. Like you should play at the start of every one of these episodes from now on. That could be your uh, text message <laughs> told me or something. Yeah, definitely. That's gonna be my, like my, uh, my ringtone over and over again. I'm so, I'm so freaking Jerry. <laughs> Imagine you being at work or something and just your phone going off, me going, Homer's a daddy with a king booty. <laughs> We're on a date. <laughs> well, I th- want to be upfront. The, my first. This is who I first am. First and foremost, I love, you know, I have love for um, Homer Simpson's booty. It's, I've been underappreciated for too long. I feel like and it. And we gotta just. Come on, guys. Homer is a episode. very well known, iconic character, yeah. but no one is talking no one about is his showing butt. love for his, his, butt, his what booty. What is going on? Okay. Watch the episode and disagree with me if you can. You can. Mm. <laughs> you can. Watch the episode and then get back to Brendan. Just try it, mm. please. If you have any contradicting comments to make yeah. on that, please let us know. But like, I'd be surprised. Sponsored by Wales. Sponsored by Wales. <laughs> okay, this is really, really fun. This is a great one. And um, are we happy to leave it there? Yeah, sure, man. Do you, cool. Do some... I do have a little bit of Simpsons news. Live from a young man's bedroom in Cork City, it's Simpsons News! So there isn't actually specific Simpsons news this week, but I think every week, even if there isn't news, I want to have a little bit of trivia, a bit of something, a little bit disconnected from the episode we just watched. But this one is still a little bit connected. So I finished reading that book I was talking about in the last podcast, Homer's Odyssey, Mm -hmm. by the Four Finger Discount guys, and um, they had an interesting interview with Joe Mantegna who voices Fat cool. Tony, and um, he was talking about when he did his first episode, Bart the Murderer, um, a couple of episodes later, there was like a little gag that involved Fat Tony, and like it was just like a noise or something the character made, and that was it. Just like an ugh, like a grunt or something. Yeah. And Joe Mantegna saw that episode, and saw that it wasn't, it could hear that it wasn't him. So he called up the guys and was like, why didn't you get me to do it? And they said, well, we didn't think you'd be interested in it when it was just like, like a little grunt. And he was like, oh, no, in the future, if you want the character to do anything, call me. That is so cool. Mm, I just love like little yeah, knowing the that dedication, the dedication like... that he loves his character, loves playing this character, that even if it's just they, they want him just for a little gag where he's just he wants it to making a noise, yeah. he yeah. wants that being him. I love that, yeah, and then and that him calling him up about that ended up being a forefront for him appearing in future episodes. That when he was in that very first episode, the third season, it was originally just like a little like a once-off guest star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, That's that, so interesting because it may, kind of makes sense for that character to be a once-off, once-off guest star as well. Easily, yeah, and a, a very iconic just, uh, mafia Joe, actor. Joe, yeah, mm. Joe Montagna like vehicle. Yeah, and now he's like a very prominent character. Like such, yeah, yeah. That was that. That is one of my favorite episodes I've seen in recent years. Oh, uh, full stop. Full stop for sure. Oh, cool. I, I think just just like mm. great, like t- two kind of. Uh, underexplored characters in the universe for sure for you sure know, i'm sure um, they both had some very good episodes they both have had great episodes but it was really cool to see one of them together yeah which we which haven't never, seen a lot yeah, of, of it's always that they're against each other yeah 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 makes more sense so that was super cool and i really enjoyed their dynamic together it was a bit lame but i, I kind of liked that like that tag at the end with homer and homer and wiggum and a the, little a little a little lazy but like, it's still kind of fun yeah but that, yeah. that's exactly what i was talking about in our first podcast that the, the, the tags are a little bit yeah they have to do them do you know? 
I get what it's it, very frustrating. I get what it is though, because it does add like a like a conclusionary kind of aura to things as well. Yeah, you while know, being back to new, just back to new a joke. Yeah, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, but what I liked though was that uh, even though it's like yeah, it's a bit cheesy, whatever. But it was also like the chief of police on a porch with the mafioso, like you mafioso know, and Homer, yeah, and Homer. You know, they're all like that's like you know mm. never. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty... Yeah, you know, it was, it was a nice even, conclusion. Even it's like only a little, you know, almost mm. non-canon thing. What was it again? It was that, like, Italians have a way of making not very Garbage. Not nice things like sound that. cool, yeah. Chichubumba prosciutto! You guys make garbage sound good! We call garbage spazzatura. Mmm, garbage. <laughs> All right, cool. Excellent. This is a very, very fun one, I have to say. Yeah, I love fun. Really, really love this one, yeah. yeah Great yeah. episode. It's a really enjoyable podcast. Thank you all for listening, as always. Uh, are we kind of happy to wrap it up from there? Any further words? Absolutely. Oh, thank you, of thank course, you, to Wales. Thank you, Wales, for everything um, you've contributed. Everything you've done for this podcast, for us. It's meant the world. Um, yeah, you know, I'd love to say uh, more, but take it away, guys. Take it away. Thank you, Wales. Thank you. Thank you, Wales. The place and the animals, but mainly the animals. Really, I guess. But, you know. Yeah. Both. All right, guys. Tune in next week where I can't <laughs> wait because it's going to be a Treehouse of Horror. It's going to be loads oh, of fun. Oh, sweet. Awesome. Yeah. Come All on. right. See Come you on. then. See you then. Bye now. Bye-bye.